Oh, it is true. It is true. It is damn true. What's going on, everybody? This is your world's famous, it's a world club wrestling podcast. It is your boy, the, the ace that runs the place. And it is yours truly. I am the podcast tribal chief, the franchise. And this is Fast Lane. This is the Fast Lane <laughs> review. We, I know we usually hit you guys with the with our predictions and the, uh, what our prediction um, on the IG, but I feel like we kind of like missed out on that. But we had a lot going on this week. We got a lot going on this <laughs> week, man. You know, it's, it's starting to get warm up here. And other than that, we got other you know obligations and stuff to attend to. But you know, so sometimes we're gonna miss out on opportunities to post on the IG page and tell you guys our thoughts and our opinions, what's going on out here in the wrestling world, most. More so the WWE, because that's, that's more so our, our, our focus. But um, right now, we are talking about Fastlane. We just got finished watching Fastlane. Um, we had a couple of distractions <laughs> while watching Fastlane, just joking around and BSing and stuff. But. but that will go to show you, like, in my opinion, how uninterested it was. Yeah, it was very, it was very uninterested. It wasn't the best, yeah, best build up to WrestleMania. Um, there was some interesting things that did happen, but overall, I think like I mean, if I could give it a grade right now, I would give it maybe like a six or a five. I feel you know maybe like a five, five out of ten. I feel like it's an appropriate number for a fast lane right now. Okay. Uh I will go I'll go five and a half. Five and a half? Yeah, I'll go five and a half. Okay. Because, you know, leading up to arguably your biggest show of the year, mm-hmm. um, you want to have a show that is going to kind of be more thrilling. Yes. You know, like we were watching it and we were kind of like, uh, this is like, uh, this is what this is about to happen. Right. Like, but it wasn't even a, like we're excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all knew we knew Bray was coming back. Right. Um, the matter in which he came back was kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, because I knew that he couldn't come back any other way other than coming from the ground because right. when he got set on fire, he was on the mat. Right. So for him to turn around and do that and come up from like, you know, his hand coming up and he had that Michael Myers, Jason look to him. Like, right. you know, and if you looked at the hand um, when Bray had his hand out, yeah, it looked like it was burnt. It looked like his skin was melted. Right, right, like, right. And so it looked like it had that effect to it. Right. Which is a thousand times better than what they did with Randy Orton. Randy Orton got a full flame blasted in his face. Right. <laughs> How many times have we seen, uh, first of all, we'll go back to that Randy Orton getting flamed in the face type of thing. How many times have we seen a superstar get a fireball or something like that thrown in their face and they're in there and they come back maybe like, the next the next episode or something like that where their face is like, yeah, they got some scars and stuff like that, but then later on they go back to being being regular. You know, so I don't think Randy's like Randy, like if he would have did that, they could have had Randy's face more. They could have had more of a 
flame effect. Yeah. You know, to at least thing. at least have like it look like it's bubbled, like it's bubbling right. up, you know, type of thing. Right. You know, but we we knew that Bray was coming back because we know that yeah. Bray and Randy's going to face that mania. Long hiatus. Right. Bray. Um I'm going to get into his appearance late, later on, but we knew that was going to happen. <sighs> the, the WrestleMania main event is all but confirmed. Yes. It is going to be a triple threat. It's I, I don't like that idea because I'm not the biggest fan of... Daniel Bryan being inserted into this position right after Edge picked like this is the Royal Rumble winner mm-hmm. you really don't have a gripe with the Royal Rumble winner I understand you got your little issue with Roman Reigns but we seen you know today he Roman Reigns retained even though he tapped but Edge, you know, did what he did. Um, but I just would rather because now you now people are going to feel like Edge isn't going to lose because D. Bryan may take the pin. Right. So it's like is we all know how triple threats go. Right. You know. Triple threat, the weakest one is going to take the pin. Right. You know, and I'm not a, I, I, I I would rather honestly see Roman versus Edge, but. Right. Solo by themselves. Yeah. Right. But putting Daniel Bryan in this storyline and having now Daniel Bryan has the issue with both Edge and Roman now. Right. It does, you just knew it was going to happen. Right, the way that they set this up, you you knew that Dan Bryan, once Dan Bryan's name got inserted into the conversation of um, one of the shot at the Universal Champion, at the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, that you knew that Dan Bryan eventually towards, and, you know, in this WrestleMania season, Dan Bryan doesn't have any other thing to do in WrestleMania other than trying to get into the Universal title picture. Right. And... I wish, but I just, I just like, I hate the whole Dave Bryan, like, like the setup of how they always set up Dave Bryan. It's like, oh, he, you know, the underdog, the underdog stuff, the, you know, he just give him a chance. Just, right. just give him a chance. He's been given a million chances. Yeah. They said he's a five time world champion. He's a five time world champion. He's headline WrestleMania. He's done, he's done a lot. He's been given chances. He's not, he's not that Daniel Bryan that we all fell in love with during the Yes movement at WrestleMania at New Orleans when he beat Rand, uh, Randy Orton and Batista to become the WWE champion. He's not that guy anymore. You know, and he tried to play that off with this situation with him and Edge. Mm-hmm. Him, Edge, and, and, and uh, Roman Reigns and whatnot. But you know, we saw this coming. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not too mad about it. You know, I think Dane Bryan being there kind of like allows because Edge hasn't wrestled in a while, so right. I feel like Dane Bryan kind of like is like that buffer to kind of like help take some of the pressure off of Edge, 
who might have a lot of ring rust. So I think that helps out with that. And then, like I said, Daniel Bryan is going to take the pin. Edge is going to pin Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Roman didn't, Roman hasn't gotten pinned. Then, you know, you can go off and, you know, figure out what you're going to do with that. Probably like Roman, maybe get the title back. Um, SummerSlam, maybe. Oh, so you're saying that Roman's going to lose. I think Roman's going to lose, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't think, I think that you're going to, I think the WWE is going to do something that they haven't done in a long time, which is keep a title. I want the, the main roster, mm-hmm. keep a heavyweight title on somebody for close to a year. I honestly think that Roman is going to have that title strap on him damn near for a whole year. Um, but I can see that happening. Um, but then it goes back to the age old argument that people have about part-timers coming back. Right. Even though Ed said, I'm not going to be part-time and which he hasn't, he's been on TV almost every week. He just had a match on Friday. He's had a match on raw. So He's doing a more than most part-timers have ever most part-timers. Yeah. So I could, it'll be that age of like, well, this, you know, we, we, like I said, we're going to have the part-timer come in and they're going to win the title and it's going to not put people in the position of, doing the things that they have to do, like Mustafa Ali said about the veterans coming in and doing what they have to do and things like that. So it's, it's interesting. It is interesting. You know, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Edge, my, my whole, my whole main concern is just edge health wise. Because Edge is older, he's, like I said, he's been out for a while. And, Mm -hmm. you know, is Edge going to be healthy enough to have, you know, matches? If he did win the title, it's going to be healthy enough until whenever the plan is for, let's say, him to lose the title and, you know, lose the title back to Roman. Or, like you said, if Roman does win the title, Mm -hmm. I know we're going to talk about this match later on. If Roman... Mm -hmm. Keeps the title, retains the title. Is Big E next up, and they're gonna drag that, and they're gonna have we're gonna see that set up to SummerSlam. Well, Big E has been saying that you know he was on Talking Smack, not this this Saturday, but I believe it was Saturday before he was on there, and he mentioned that he wanted to keep his title, his Intercontinental title, for about a year. And face Roman at Mania. Right. That's what he wants to do. So, will they keep that idea in mind? Maybe. But will they say, you know what? This can be used for SummerSlam. Let's use this for SummerSlam. You know, we we don't know right now. You know, this is just, this is just us just thinking as wrestling fans. Um, But, it, but do you think the, the, like whenever the other Uso brother comes back, that's when they'll start doing that when he comes back? I'm, that's what I'm curious to see. I'm really curious to see what they're doing. Like what is going to happen when 
Jimmy comes back. When 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 Ooze comes back, mm-hmm. how is he going to be inserted in this equation? Because right. the last time he was involved was when Jay in the I Quit match. Yeah, you know that was the last time. So we haven't. We don't really know what's going to happen. Is it going to be kind of similar situation with Jimmy? With well, I mean with Jay, where Jimmy. Like Jimmy had to line. Yeah, but instead of it being Roman, you're gonna have ooze versus ooze. Like Jay's gonna be like, yo, you you gotta fall in line. And Jimmy's like, I'm not. And then But from what I saw, I saw uh, like a a take from an interview when it was like Jimmy was like, You already know what it is when I come back. It's is Ooze for penitentiary, like I'm coming back like with the family. So I think I think Jimmy's already like, when I come back, I'm coming back. With the with the boys, with me, me, Jay, Roman, bloodline, we, bloodline, we out. You know that's. I think that was his plan. But I, I mean, I can see that something like that happening. But like I said, the main event for us, main. I think it's all all outlined. I'd be shocked if they didn't put Dave Bryan into the mm-hmm. into the to the match. But I wouldn't be mad. You know, I, I'd be cool just to have Edge and Edge and Roman. But I think Dave Bryan is just kind of like there to kind of like. Be that buffer. Be that buffer. So I mean, I I understand where you're coming from with your concern about Edge's health and everything. Yeah. But my thing is, is that like Edge has done more matches in on television mm-hmm. than any part timer has done. Arguably, probably since part timers have been inserted into the into the game. Right. You know, like he had uh, 20, he did the Royal Rumble, lasted over an hour. Right. The next night had about a 20 minute to a half hour match with Randy Orton. And then Friday night, another what, 15, 15 minute match. Right. You know, so he's done, like he's in Fairly good condition, but I understand. Yeah, I'm not you know, yeah, he's not he's not in shape. I just, you know, I just think body. The, the, the body is mm-hmm. just like, you know, and it's just like one one bump, one you know, bad bump, one yep. bad. Bump I mean, let's think about his match with Randy Orton. You know, at at Backlash, that's when he tore his he tore his uh bicep. Yeah, you know, it wasn't intended, but it happened. Right. So, it's. I mean. Something like that happens to a vet, like a guy that hasn't been in the ring that much. But maybe, maybe the kind of, you know, if they plan it correctly, because you can only just do so, you can only do so much, you mm-hmm. know. And I think if they kind of plan it, you know, a certain way, where it's like maybe like Edge, maybe have like a match once, you know, once every week. Mm-hmm. Something like that, or whatever, or however they do it. Or do you just ask, like, yo, you feel like you're ready to go? And just like, man, I'm ready to go. Cause see, the one thing that I've always admired about Edge is Edge is really a mad scientist in the ring. Like he can come up with different things on the fly. Like, you know, we wrestling fans, we know the term ring general. Yeah. And that's what Edge is. Edge is a true ring general. Like I remember watching, and I always say this, like when I watched the Edge documentary on the network and Cena was talking about it, Cena was like, he would take like this clay and make it into this 3D object and say, here, like 
Mm-hmm. This is this is the match type of thing. And that's just when you just listen. I mean, and when you just hear Edge talk backstage when he's talking to like other wrestlers and things like that. And his love for the business, it it's gonna be a good match regardless on if it's Edge versus Roman or Edge versus Dane Bryant versus Roman. Either way it goes, it's gonna be a good match. I just being the traditional wrestling fan based yeah. off of how the Royal Rumble is, you know, I think the only time you we've ever other had only other time we had a multi-man main event at Mania was WrestleMania 2000 when it was the fatal four-way with the McMahons in each corner. When it was Vince had Rock Linda had Foley. Shane had Big Show and Stephanie had Triple H. That was the only time I think that there was ever a triple threat for the main event for the WWE title. Right. Now, Grant. You had the Daniel Bryan one. Oh, yeah, we did have Daniel Bryan. You, you, you just brought that up. I brought up that too. up. So I was kind of like. You just like, brought hey. that up. Uh, yeah, so we do have the Daniel Bryan one. And it's very similar. That's a very similar story. Right. You know, and then you also have the women's uh, Royal Rumble, that whole debacle with Charlotte and them. So. Yeah, this fast lane wasn't the best. Like I said, this fast lane was not the best one. Yo, let's speak about, yo. So, do you think this is the end of retribution, man? I've been yes. wanting this to happen since yes. the day they debut yes. retribution. But I think somewhat I still think Ali's going to be on this mindset of being the voice of the voices or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still feel like him and Ricochet should do something. I honestly think right. him and Ricochet should have. I, I feel like Ricochet should have joined. Right. But I think that he may do something with him. Um, when we was watching it, because we didn't we didn't catch the the pre show match, but we caught it on the on the on Fast Lane when they showed the highlight of it, and you had brought it up to me when you seen it on your phone and you was like, "Oh, Retribution split up." And then you said who exactly it was. And I was like, yeah, they're going to form a tag team. And then we were talking offline a couple of days ago about it. And you were saying that like those two, Mason, um, T-Bar, need to form a tag team because, you know, they don't have tag teams. And, and yeah, oh, yeah, I was just, yeah, we was talking about matter of fact, speaking of that, it's crazy how remember, okay, we was we was talking about tag team, speaking of that. This is a pay-per-view where we saw not one tag team title defended. Other than the this whole night. Other than the women's other than the women's title. Yeah. Like, other than the women's, but I'm talking about the men's as far as like right. the men's, right. none of them got defended tonight. Right. And that's that's ridiculous. Like you got all these people. You got well, all you, this well, see, that that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the matches that you had on this card were like throwaways. Some were throwaways. Like Seth versus Nakamura, that was a throwaway because right. I feel like 
Seth and Cesaro. Seth and Cesaro is gonna fight at Mania. Gonna yeah, fight at that's, Mania. That's, yep. They're tearing down the house. Right. Um The Shane. The Shane versus Braun Strowman. That we, that whole I knew that thing. was a WrestleMania match. Yeah. That's why I was wondering why they have it in that fast lane. So it makes but sense. But you for them see, to, but you see what they did. They pulled the little injury yeah. angle and Shane um, manipulated it, yeah. Elias into doing it. Um the Drew Sheamus was the match that they needed. That was the only match that I feel like they were like, okay, we're going to give y'all this match because y'all deserve this match. Right. Like y'all are friends. Y'all can tear the house down. Right. Let's give this to y'all. Um, and then, yeah, because every, like, the Bray, we knew the Bray, we knew the Alexa Bray match. We knew that was just because right. we were getting we knew Bray was coming back. Yeah, so most of this was more like let's dead some situations and right. then let's kind of kickstart other feuds. Right. You know, because you can't really build with the way the WWE does their storylines. You can't build a story for this long without having immediate interaction. So like you can't do the, okay, Alexa and Brandy were feuding. It had to culminate here because it had to bring Bray back. Right. Because you couldn't go another month without Bray being there. Right. Or you couldn't do something where Bray's not coming back. You need to have Bray come back in a big way. Right. That's what they did. Um, the women's tag team titles, we knew that that wasn't going to happen. But we have um, Sasha. Right. Who I've, I've told, like, I, I swear, every her being the heel that she is, it I love it, but it's just... I, I told you. When you told me, when you was like, it's, she's, like, it's, it's, it's Carmella. Carmella. And I was like, and I kind of like look at it and I was like, yo, it is Carmella. But I'm like, yo, she doesn't have to be Carmella. Like, she doesn't it's have to. It's the laugh. That's what, yeah. that's what really gets yeah. me is her but laugh. Like she don't have to be, she doesn't have to copy, like copy paste and be Carmella. She can be the boss or whatever like that. And I just felt like they kind of didn't need to set up Fastlane for her to, you know, I guess, turn heel or whatever like that or get into that heel space or something like that. I feel like they really didn't need that. They could have set that up long time ago. I don't like right now. I don't like how they're booking Bianca. Me neither. Like when, when, when Bianca was feuding with Bailey, I, I just felt like that feud should have been, it's just like the, there's no emotion into none of these, a lot of these feuds. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I will say this, though. As far as the Bianca Sasha storyline, because I feel like. I feel like 
<sighs> Watching Bianca earlier today during her match, during during the match, and then when they when they obviously lost, and then her and Sasha are going back and forth, barking at each yeah. other, right? And then Bianca gets slapped. You can sense that Bianca was kind of like, okay, like I'm gonna let you get away with this one right now, right? Because guess what? I got you at, I got you here. Right. Like, you got to see me here. Right. I seen a tweet. She had tweeted. She was like, all right. She was like, all right, bet. That's what she tweeted. Oh, like I seen it like a while ago on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Then she had, it just said, bet, bet. I'm going to see you. Like, I'm going to see you. Cause see, like, I, I think what they had to do was they didn't really know how to pin these two together, you know, right. because Sasha was still on that cusp of being like the face. Right. And, you know, Bianca's a face. I felt like Paul Heyman threw him that alley-oop. And he, he was threw that alley-oop yes. at talking smack. And he does. And that's where a lot of people pay attention to talking smack. Right. You know, um, a lot of people not talking about this, but we may see a match at summer at WrestleMania that might actually probably steal the whole show, regardless on if it's on day one or day two. And that's Sami Zayn to Kevin Owens. Because Sami said, you know, on Talking Smack, he threw the little, like, hey, you and Kevin conspired to bury me and Kevin Owens and him kind of had a little thing. And then on SmackDown, Kevin Owens got attacked by Sammy. So we if them two get into if them two renew their rivalry, right. we already know how they right, get yeah, down. Yeah, those two go tear the house down. We already know how they those get down. Those two go tear the house down. So, uh, but back to the host argument, well, not argument, but back to the, the point you made about most of the stories go leading up to WrestleMania. There's really no emotion behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I think they could have played off like what Sasha could have been like when what Paul Heyman was saying, like, you never face somebody like Bianca. Bianca is the biggest threat to your t- championship run. She's She's she lives up to everything she says. Mm-hmm. She's the biggest, she's the strongest, she's the roughest, she's the toughest. She's the best. She's the EST of the WWE. And then that could have put Sasha to the point. Now I was saying, like, it could have drove Sasha, like, almost like, not like insane, but almost like, yo, like, I'm gonna do everything I can to, like, stop her. Right. You know, like, because I'm, she's right. He's, Paul's right. This is the biggest threat to my title. So I'm going to treat it as such and no. do what I gotta do. And it could have had Bianca. Having matches with Shayna Baszler, having matches with Nia Jax, having matches with some of the other women on the train, kind of like building up, building, build, building her up, showing her, you know, showing her strength, whatever like that. And you could have had one time like Sasha would have came out one day and, and you know, maybe today could have been the day at Fast Lane and went off on her, mm-hmm. you know? Like that's why I just felt like when 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 she faced Bailey, when Bianca was facing Bailey, always go back to that. That was an opportunity for them to really showcase. Bianca in a good way. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt like they kind of dropped the ball on that. They was doing like silly competitions and this, that, and the third. But as far as like, you know, Bailey as a competitor and Bianca as a better competitor, they could have really tore the house down. And I felt like they didn't really catch, you know, catch that opportunity. And then Bianca like lost. I think she lost to Bailey on like SmackDown. Like the first time he fought, then he fought again on the pay-per-view and he and Bianca won. I was like, nah, you ain't supposed to have Bianca lose. These well, like that. Well, you have four shows, respectively, until WrestleMania. You have four shows. You have two Raws and then two SmackDowns before WrestleMania. Right. They could do a lot within that, within those two shows. True. You know, True. they can, and then, and then you'd have the talking smack. That's where the money is for all the stories on SmackDown. Right. That's where their money is. Their money is with talking smack. Right. That's why they brought them shows back. Because I remember before they had them. And he was doing great. But they took them away. But Raw Talk, not really. Talking smack. Because we're Paul. Yeah. Paul, I mean. Yeah. And because like you and that's and that goes to the to the genius that Paul is. Cause Paul is they're they're showcasing Paul Heyman's ability to pull the greatness out of the talent. Right. Raw Talk, you had Charlie Caruso and Truth. Now, you know, it's the new guy and Truth. And you're not really getting that much from them. Right. You know, Truth is not really... Truth is a comedian. He's a comedian, but there were times when he did get serious. You know, he he did get serious from time to time. you need somebody that's been in the business... Like a manager type of like guy or something, right? Like that, or 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 a female, right? That can go on there and like um no almost do the same thing that Paul Heyman does, or maybe you have Paul do both shows, which I think Paul is not really interested in doing both. No, you probably you had to have somebody else on there. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it, it's just this show. I feel like this show just ended feuds to kind of now focus solely on mania. Right. You know, but now it's just, you're, you're kind of stuck because if it was, if it was mania to being one night, Mm -hmm. I feel like this would be okay. This pay-per-view will be okay, but it's a two night event. So what are you doing how many matches are you having? Right. Because there's, there was what? Five matches on this card. Right. So what are we doing? Are we, we know that the raw tag team titles is on the line. Right. We know both heavyweight titles is online. We know that. The kind of titles on the they didn't announce it in the comments. Biggie is going to Big defend. E, Biggie is going, going to defend. defend. I'm just talking about confirmed oh, matches. Oh, confirmed. Okay, yeah. Um, we know that Sasha's facing Bianca. Mm-hmm. So that's five matches pretty much confirmed. So then we're going to need the SmackDown Tag Team titles on the line. We're going to need the United States title. United States title on the line. And a kind of title. Raw, Raw Women's title. Raw Women's Title. You're going to have to have miscellaneous matches. Bad Bunny got to have his match. Right. The Battle Royal. The, bad, the uh, Andre Giant Battle Royal. 
Maybe. Maybe. They may bring that back and they may also bring back the the Women's Battle Royal. It was formerly the Fab, no, it's Fabulous Moolah. Oh. But then because of whatever reason, Moolah has a dark past. They was like, no, let's just remove it. And it's just named it the Women's Battle Royal. Right. Um, Plenty of women they could have named it after. but True, but the Linda McMahon. She wasn't. She wasn't a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my company. I can do what I want. <laughs> True, you know. But um, yeah. Like I think overall, this this show was about a good. Is a decent. I was about to say good. It was a decent. Good five and a half. It was good, good five. You know. Um, good five. The the, the Drew Sheamus match was a good match. The, it was hard. It was a. It was hard. A hard the boys match. hit hard, man. You know. Seamus hurt his ass. It's something <laughs> he was holding his hip hard. Uh, Drew back gave out at one point. We was trying to do the little his pose mm-hmm. on the Jay. Remember what I told you? I said, "Watch, it's go what Claymore one, two, three. It's gonna be over." Yep. He hit, as soon as he hit him with that Claymore, it was over. Yep. But now, now he can focus on the Almighty Bobby Lashley. I'm glad he ain't having a match. He he did. He deserved the night off. So yeah, that's good to see that. But um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh who else? Yeah, the the, the Roman versus Dan Bryan was a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh the tag team match, the women's tag team match wasn't a bad match. It's just, you know, I'm glad I'm so glad because it, it would have been typical WWE, typical visit and had them <laughs> to win the title. And then like for some reason, like Sasha, like, you know, and he set it up for Sasha to go to go off on her or something like that. I'm like, it would have been typical for them, but I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, I'm, we did see the Matt Riddle. I'm quite sure Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle, and Ali had a good match. I'm glad to see that <clears throat> that retribution, like that whole thing is over. I was thinking, I was thinking about like, what if retribution? Wait a minute, Matt Riddle's on Raw, right? Yeah. Because I was about to say, like, what if, what if, like, it's like. What if they had Seth Rollins be the leader of Retribution, but Seth Rollins is on SmackDown? Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's not going to happen. So let's just break that. Let's just say, let's just break that crew up. <laughs> they had a good run. Well, you know, or, you know what I said. You know what I said. I, I told you about Mia Yim. Yes. I told you about the. Or. The, the, this just came to my mind. The rocket ship that they're about to put on her back. This just came to my mind. What if Keith Lee came back and was the leader of Retribution? I can see that. And I'm going to tell you why I can see that. I can see that because according to Keith Lee's Twitter, his handle or his name on there is impatiently. So I I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Um, I, I just think that he does need to come back and be a heel. Right. You know, I, I feel like his character, his whole image, his persona, just Basketball heel. And we never see him as a heel. He's been a face the whole time since he's been there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the heel thing works wonders for people. Like the heel, being a heel. Because you are you are your true self yeah. just turned up. Right. 
to another level. Right. You know, that's why everybody loves being a heel because they're like, yo, I can really just be myself. I can let my guard, I can let my hair down. Right. You know, when you're a face, you kind of have to hold this image and, you know, right. as much as we hate this man, but we got, you got to do your, say your prayers and take your vitamins shit. Nah, we could have went with John Cena. We could have you know, hustle, loyal, hustle, loyalty, respect. But if it wasn't for take the vitamins, doctor, 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 if it wasn't for take vitamins, say your prayers, oh, yeah, my bad, there my bad. wouldn't yeah, be right. Right, right, the, the, you're right. The, you're right. Do, 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 do. Let's say, let's just say, listen, we hate Hogan, <laughs> but the idea of what Hogan represented was was a right. good idea. But the person mm. that represented Hogan, it wasn't the best representative. Terry Bollea. Terry Bollea, yeah. We could have, if you could have put somebody else in that position, it would have been probably would have been better because you know it's just somebody like at least a you know a nicer guy or something, you know what I mean? But we had to deal with that guy and it is what it is, you know. He had the whole thing. It was perfectly packaged. It really was. He was perfectly packaged, but we had, you know, that jackass. <laughs> you know, but, um, but, um, Monday, tomorrow, Monday, we are getting the highly anticipated debut of The Nightmare. The Nightmare. Rhea Ripley. And my guess is only. Rhea is going for Asuka. Yes. And Charlotte is going for Asuka. And we are going to get a triple threat. Yep. That's 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 the prediction that I have. Triple threat at Mania. I have Rhea Ripley winning. I'm already throwing it out there. I, that's just my... I feel like, and I said this last... I said this on the last pod. I feel like Having Rhea and Bianca read like win those titles, NXT bread, right? Winning those titles right. on Mania will be the biggest. Now let's be real, they all NXT bread. I know. I can't remember. You can't. I can't think of one person. I know, but I'm just saying. From- I'm just saying. Like when you think of like the recent, yeah, yeah. You know, so I I, I think that's gonna happen. So right. So yeah. Would you Would you like to see them two embrace at Mania, both winning the title, kind of like how Eddie and Chris Benoit did, something like that? Oh, that would that. It all depends. If they have a encounter beforehand, kind of like because he Eddie, did that rumble. But, yeah. he, but he had, it was the last two at Rumble. No, no, but, but I'm saying, like, say, like, Bianca's getting ready and then Rhea shows up. Yeah. And Rhea's like, yo, like, go do your thing, you know. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for you. Right. And then Bianca tells her the same thing. And then, you know, Bianca successfully wins. And then Rhea successfully wins. And then if they do that, then yeah. Yeah. You know, but knowing them backstage. Yeah. That'll be a yeah. That'll be a backstage. That'll be a on we be on Instagram and we'll see it like oh look at you know right. look at that. But I I'm tell you this much right now, Bianca win. I'm crying for Montez for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm crying for my man Taz man because you already know 
when she get in the back, like when she won the rumble, it was it was emotional to just see how she reacted. And she instantly was like, she wasn't looking for nobody else. But her husband. But but, but Taz. But dude, like that's why I love the relationship. I, I say, listen, Can man. Can you imagine she wins and Taz wins? Like they win the tag team titles and she wins the she wins the SmackDown titles. I think Taz would be like, he'll be happy. Tez would be more happy for Bianca yep. than he would be for because he's like, man, we already done, done. me and me and Angelo done already <laughs> done this. Right. This is this is my wife's. I think I, I think that's really like Montez is like, this is my wife's time. This is mm-hmm. her time. So I'm not really concerned about what I do. Whatever I do, it, it is what it is. I know she'll be happy. Right. But I'm more concerned about this is this is your time. You deserve this. You earned this. Because I think I think that Tez's time is coming soon. You know, yeah. I, as much as we may not want to see the street profits break up, Tez's moment is coming. Right. You know, his his time is gonna is gonna come. Right. And you know, we've at first most people when they see the street profits, they're like, oh, Tez got the. Tez is the complete package, but yeah. don't sleep on dogs. Yeah. Cause he can he can get on a mic and he's been there. Right. You know, so he's he knows what but he's But you doing. know how it is though. It's like somebody gotta be Shawn Michaels and somebody gotta be Marty Janetti. That's always the that's always the thing. But I think Angelo could most definitely find a place. Yeah, right. In 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 the WWE in, in the WWE's maybe even like a like a, like I said like a mid card mm-hmm. kind of guy because I feel like Big E is going to be elevated to the heavyweight title situation. I think you know the Intercontinental title still there. He's probably still on SmackDown. Maybe I can see maybe or either, either send him the Raw draft that that come draft night. Boom, shake up, shake up. We gonna send you the <laughs> we gonna send you the Raw. Mm-hmm. And you know we gonna see how that goes. So I don't know. It's, it's gonna be very interesting. But yeah, I, most definitely, Taz, Taz time is coming. But it'll be. It'll, I hope maybe I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mind if he did it like how he did with New Day. Break them up, kind of like just respectfully, like yo, we we only leave. We only got separated because of the draft. Right. Right. And I'm gonna wish you luck. You know. And they still they still hold it down. They still hold it down. Cause you know, they they still do. Like, you know, you see you see Biggie's attire and it's he still got New Day stuff on there. Yeah. Same with Xavier and right. Kofi. They still do it. So, so the new so the New Day winning the titles being eleven time tax champion. Does that mean that Big E also gets that? Do we get a piece of that? That is a good question. That is a good question. But then that will go into when Kofi won the heavyweight title, does that technically mean that Xavier and Biggie won the title? So, <laughs> if that's so, Biggie winning the Intercontinental title means means Kofi and so so. Can we say that Xavier Woods is the greatest <laughs> wrestler of all time? You want multiple tag team championships, but you ain't have to fight for the WWE title or the Intercontinental title, and you have both? Goat conversation. Goat conversation. And I mean, I mean, you you gotta you gotta put him in the conversation just alone as being great because of the idea. He's the one that came up with the idea for New Day. Right. You know, it was he did that. And he picked the two perfect people to get a 
get on board. So go, go conversation, go talk. Yeah. <laughs> go, go talk. Yeah. That is. That is. And we just really went on a whole different rant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um one thing, one thing I'm I'm kind of in a sense glad is the Brock rumors can just get put to bed. Yeah, they can rest. You know, they can rest unless the Monday after WrestleMania. But I'm just like, is because I, I understand that things are starting to open up. The pandemic, things are starting to, you know, kind of ease up or whatever like that. Brock's still in Canada. How is Brock going to that? That's my whole thing. Is like, how do you have to get like, do you have to talk to the who you got to talk to to get out? Well, we've seen on NXT. Well, yeah, we saw that. that but Canada different, though. Canada different. But Europe, that's where the second big wave came from, was Italy. from, was from Europe. So, you know, um, and to be honest with you, I, I told you, there, there's been a few people that I've seen on Instagram, Which things I like know that. did it. Was managed to get over there. I don't know if it's through the work, work pro, or work situation or whatever. But but then if that's the case. Then Brock should be able to get over here because of work situation. But maybe because Brock hasn't signed signed a new deal. Maybe that's why Brock has. You know, Brock's. You know, Brock loves business, but Brock loves his money too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and maybe Brock's just like yo, like chilling. What more do I have to prove? I mean, the only person I think he has to prove something with is Bobby. But I think Bobby, Bobby wanted that more than I think. Bro. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby's craving for that, right. you know. So it'll be interesting. Definitely would be. I will look forward to seeing what happens after Mania. But before we find out what happens at after Mania, you have to see what happens at Mania, right? You know, um, we haven't talked about NXT's takeover. Yeah, stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Which are they also a two night event? Two night event, yep. Wow. Now is there April fr- seven and eight? Okay, there's the seven and eight. Yep. Okay, okay. Cause I was about to say, like, when are there when are they gonna do theirs? Mm-hmm. So there's this Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Okay. And we haven't talked about the two um inductees. Eric Bischoff to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to him. Class of 2021. Molly Holly. Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff. Um, they also announced that I guess last year's class will also be getting inducted in with this class. But Batista got pulled from this class. Yeah. Because they want to induct Batista in a live crowd. Which is the what Batista's done for the business yeah. and and his stance, I completely understand. Right, you know, but in was, Hollywood, it is gonna be that was no, gonna no. be the one in Hollywood, right? No, Dallas, Dallas. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. it would have been dope to have him in Hollywood, yeah. but I think they're saving Hollywood for somebody. Right, we already know who they saving Hollywood for. Mm-hmm. Like you, not you. It'll be a travesty if you do not have 
in Hollywood again. This man not getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. I think Taker getting inducted next year in Dallas. And then you got That'd be a hell of fired, that'd be a hell of fired uh, lineup with Batista and Taker. <sighs> you just need them too. You good. Like after that, you straight after that. You know, who else you going to Yeah. But before before we do end it, um, speaking about Eric Bischoff, Paul Heyman. Talking smack. The promo he cut for for Eric Bischoff. Phenomenal. A lot of people know that these two really don't get along. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, there was three people that ran the 90s in this business that we love. Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, Vince McMahon. He said only one of them is still relevant right now. Still seen on TV. Who's in the main event at WrestleMania. You know, so it's kind of, yeah. you know, but he 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 really said a lot of good things about Bischoff. Um, we cannot take away what Bischoff did for the comp- well, for for wrestling, right? You know, he's the one that took WCW and literally was like revamped it, put it on the map. You know, and. I have a feeling I know who's inducting him. I think it's a no-brainer that it'll be Hogan. Right. You know? Um, it'll be interesting to see who inducts Molly Holly. Bob Holly? Nah. If anybody, I'll say probably Hurricane. Because them two did have... I saw the the... the the video of Yeah, Arcade. because done, he, he know, made he the announcement and stuff like that. So I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um who else would you think is gonna just be inducted this year? Cause it's the same class from last year, so I believe the Bella Twins was being inducted. Um NWO. I forgot who else. They were thinking about the Warrior Award. Yeah. And giving it to Shad. Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if that's a hundred, but they were like, yo, if you, if anybody gets that award, he should be getting that for award. For sure, for sure. You know, um, but who else would you think was should be inducted in this? Um, shoot, that sounds like a pretty good, like, n- enough list. I don't know who else I could, I'd have to look. Right, because like, it, yeah. it feels like it's wearing thin now because right. it's like, who else do you have? And the big ones that you want to do, you want to save them. Right. Like, I really feel like they're going to save Triple H. Right. Um, Paul Heyman hasn't even been inducted. You know, they got, they got beef with Paul. <laughs> no, if Paul's in the business, Paul is there. But you know, Vince is funny with Paul. Vince was more funny with Bischoff, though. Right. Oh, he can't stand <laughs> See, so... The only person I know that they're not going to induct in the Hall of Fame is Vince Russo. All right. That's the only one I know for sure right. is not going in there. So. I don't know, man. You know, it's, I don't know. Because I was thinking about that, too. I said, man, this dude feel like he ran that thing. Also, I felt like Vince is like, he just racking them all up. So whoever it takes over the next. Do you think 
that had he not gone to AEW. Oh, Christian, yeah, most definitely. Okay, Christian, most definitely. Yeah, but I feel like Christian, you could do two two Hall of Fans for him. You could do one as a single competitor and one as a, a tag team with him and Edge. Mm-hmm. Was the Hardy Boys inducted? Um, no, 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 not yet. No, no, because it was the Dudley Boys. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Hardy Boys. Yeah. You know? Put Team Stream yeah, in but there. Matt, man, it's in AEW right now. Yeah, but he didn't He didn't leave on bad terms. I know, but... But then the next week, I need anybody that's listening to this podcast right now to please tune in to the Instagram page because I have something to say about certain individuals. We talked about it. Tranquilo. Oh, your man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? Would you hear something? No, it's what I told you. My reason behind why, because we, we haven't talked about Andrade being right. requesting for his, you, we post about it, but we haven't addressed it. We haven't talked right. about that. And I told you how I feel about it. And what yeah. I feel is the reason behind it. The reason behind right. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, them two obviously ain't gonna make the. Uh... <laughs> Yo, I just thought about something. Has anybody from NXT been inducted to the Hall of Fame? Nah, because they're really like developmental. But Air he got quotes. some guys. Air quotes, but he got some guys though. That's a class right there. You, this people right there, you can put in Hall of Fame. Chapel, yeah. Chapel Hall of Famer. Gargano. Gargano. Adam Cole. The Undisputed Era. Shit. I mean, want to be real, Alistair Black, Andrade, Finn, Finn, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, Shisuke Nakamura. We can go around the list. Sami Zayn. Yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte. The whole horse. The whole horse. Paige, yeah. Horse women. Yeah. Yeah. Neville. Ooh. Yeah. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Walter at this point now. Walter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, but I think we've been. Think that's it. For today, I'm looking at because I'm looking at the time. We have yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we good. We good. I think we I think we did good, man. All right. All right, so this is the uh, Road Club Wrestling Podcast. As always, it is the Tribal Podcast Chief signing off with the... The ace that runs the place. I told y'all I got rid of the the podcast, Maharaj. I'm no longer doing that no more. It's just back to the the, the ace that runs the place. That's that's what I'm going with, you know? So, but, you know, shout out to Jenny Ball. (laughs) Shout out to Jenny Ball, but you still... Had one of the greatest comebacks in WWE history. Oh, wait a minute. Rey Mysterio. Yeah. But I think later on. I think at some point later on. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys. Hall of Fame. But yeah. But that's pretty much it for us, y'all. Guys, this is the World Club Wrestling Podcast. You can catch us on Instagram at RCW underscore podcast. Or you can catch us on all platforms. Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Play. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can catch us at Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. Like I said, this is the Ace of Wrestling Place with the franchise, the podcast travel chief. 
Acknowledge him. <laughs> we will see you guys later. We will most definitely see you guys at WrestleMania. You guys take care. We are out.